finger. Okay. Three, two, one. Blast. Okay. I'm Jackie Agnew. I'm Johnny DeVito. And uh, here we are. You will notice we uh, do not have Ty with us this time. He's not not hiding anywhere to our knowledge. No, no. He is uh, here in spirit, but not Mm -hmm. in the physical form. Yes. So this is the the first episode. Hello, Nyoki. She wants to be the third host now. We got a new kitty co-host. This is the first episode on this new era of the podcast uh ty um he's still gonna join us sometimes we'll have him on for zoom Mm -hmm. uh we're hoping for once a month we'll we'll be all together again um and ty is also gonna start uh his own uh show uh on our podcast channel it's all gonna be under the show me yours umbrella his is gonna be a little bit more music focused he's got Um, some really cool ideas too like very excited to see what ty's got cooking yeah and uh that's gonna be coming in the new year we will give you more info for that as it comes maybe we'll put together like a little trailer for it um sometime next month oh yeah be a heavy Um, promotional push yeah but uh now you're back with just us two it's been a while it's been a minute baby it yeah. has been a minute honestly um mm. we needed a little breath of fresh air at the yes. time that Ty came into it now mm-hmm. we've grown yes. you know what i mean we're out in a new area in mm-hmm. a new land you yes. know what i mean it's cold in the streets um, it is. but uh, but the heat is in the sheets and i have to apologize Ooh. for that because i'm a gaseous human being yes yes um, it's a, it's a little bit stinky in this one bedroom apartment it's <laughs> small in here in between the kitty and myself i mean mm-hmm. you know there's we're a definitely lot of open air stinks yes yes definitely <laughs> we're fighting for gang territory in here and i think that um, yeah. you know what i mean she's winning the living room area but i feel like mm-hmm. i have the bathroom and um bedroom lockdown so yes you know yes. it really depends on uh on, on, how, on how you look at it, but um, either way, we apologize uh, for what is going on with you. Um, <laughs> uh, so she's, she's stirring up trouble here. This is also the first time Yoki has uh, has really run around with all this stuff set up. So this is going to be a learning experience. Oh, absolutely. For the <laughs> listener um, who doesn't know that should pull your fucking head out of your ass mm-hmm. and understand that Nyoki is the best kitty in the entire world. Yes, yes. Um, but not necessarily um, a production cat. So no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, she's we'll not see. used to the the glitz and the glamour. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe if she's feeling brave, uh, she'll show her face on camera uh, one of these days. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But, we'll see. Um, oh, wait, can I give to a um, a quick shout out for um, um, appreciation for the moment? Oh, we've had a busy couple months, and I haven't mm-hmm. had the time to. Um, look around and kind of discover new music. Even though we are a music podcast, sometimes, you know, especially in your 30s, who the fuck has time? Yeah. You know what I mean? To find a new band. So I want to um, give a huge shout out to Matt Earl. You'll remember him from um, Buyer's Remorse, Dead End Drive, and of course, Early Onset Records, every um, cool shit that he's doing right now. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, sending me a new record every week. Oh, and, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, they've been fantastic. You know, I was actually going to bring that up when we got into the album today is that since we moved, I've been listening 
to significantly less music just I think because we're not driving around as much and that really is would be like the main time I would listen to music for sure um but we're not spending as much time in the car and so it was kind of hard for me to pick an album today because I haven't been listening Mm -hmm. to that much music at all and even like when I do like go out uh for like a walk or to run errands or whatever I'll find myself like you know getting outside and be like fuck like what should I listen to Mm -hmm. I have nothing you know nothing uh on the go right now um but uh, we also have been taking, haven't recorded that many episodes of the podcast. So I'm, I, this I'm hoping will get, get oh, us back sure, into that, for sure. that mode again. Um, but while you're here, uh, click that. Why don't you slap that like button? Do it. Uh, why don't you yeah, hit that subscribe button? Uh-huh. I'm told there's a bell. That There's should be rung. Ring a ding, yeah, ding. <laughs> and that'll that'll let you know when uh, when new videos are coming out, um, and you can be first first in line. It's a it's a long lineup to watch these yeah, <laughs> videos. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, capacity crowd definitely lining up. Um, you know, lines mm-hmm. around the corner for these blockbuster episodes that are released. Uh, yeah, you know, once a week, and um, you know what I mean. With with more ferocity is what we're coming with, basically. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, we're with the the training wheels are off. You know yes. what I mean? Big yeah, yeah. boy panties are on. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Dick holes yeah. and everything, right? Like we're yeah. coming we're yeah. coming hard. Yeah, yeah. Hard, hard and fast. Hard and, and fast. And uh yeah, like us, uh follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Share us on your stories and give us a tag. Um so so we know uh that that you're doing the Lord's work out there. Oh yeah. And then tell tell someone in person, you know, word totally. of mouth, you yeah. know, tell tell someone you've never met. Be be let that be your introduction to them, you know. Like oh, nice call. to meet you. This good is call. my favorite podcast. Yeah. You should tune in every week. Don't even um, get a feel for who they are as a people or even their sense of humor, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Just throw this Just out there first it. and yeah. um it'll be a litmus test, you know what I mean, for who that person is yes. and how your um relationship will progress. Exactly. And thank you so much for tuning in. I know it hasn't been super consistent since we moved. We've uh, had a lot of shit going on, but um, we are writing the ship now. We're getting back to regular episodes every Monday. Clips coming out every week. And yeah, welcome aboard. Hey, <laughs> yeah, and I'm excited. I'm excited to get I'm back to our too. roots. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's very, very exciting. We got some yeah. new ideas. I'm not yeah. necessarily changing um, the format or anything, but mm-hmm. just, um, just kind of structure. You know what I mean? Yeah, we understand that we've been rambling at you for a little bit, for a little while too long. <laughs> yeah. and you know, what? we're gonna try to keep. Um, you know, ourselves in check and you informed. Exactly. As we move forward. And uh, longtime listeners will be familiar that, that before we brought Ty on, it was it was always just us two. And um, that uh, kind of the reason why we decided to bring Ty on is because we would get a little, you know, a little, as you said, rambly between us two. And, you Long-winded know. Long-winded inside baseball, too much. Yeah, exactly. On. Just too much. And so we are, um, now that we are thrown in this position once again, mm-hmm. we are taking an active uh, uh, um, an active try to make this better for you. We're like yeah. bad parents who are trying to write the course. <laughs> we're like, yeah. we understand the fact that you guys are still here. That means a lot <laughs> exactly. to us, you know, but we understand that, you know, I mean, we haven't been showing up to your soccer practices, you know, and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But we're going to kick, you know what I mean? This, uh, the weird floozies, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And all your side men out of the picture here, right. We're going to go right back down to the roots. Okay. You know, <laughs> and we're going to get it. Yeah. We're, we're going to get it going. 
going back on. Baby, what okay. do you got for me here? All right. So we do have a great album to get into. Um, but first, we have some fun stories that, that we're going to delve into. Mm-hmm. All right. Orthodontist offers free gun with a Invisalign treatment. This is the problem with our country. <laughs> yeah. All right. A North Carolina orthodontist is giving some patients a free Glock 19 with their dental treatment as part of a promotion called Grins and Glocks. Which I love is the great. You know what I mean? Really. Yeah. Anytime that you can yeah. fuck with alliteration and give pistols to the public. Like yeah. That's that's yeah, a two in one right there. Dr. Jason Gladwell, the owner of Gladwell Orthodontics, says the promotion has gotten a lot more attention than he thought it would. <laughs> Anytime you talk about firearms, it can be a polarizing subject, he said. Through the promotion, certain patients who sign up for Invisalign treatment have the choice between the free Glock, which retails for more than $500, and a membership at Youngsville Gun Club and Range. Gladwell says the promotion was initially only sent to patients on the gun club's email list. Instead of them paying for it i'm paying for it gladwell so said what was the choice between you have a choice between the glock or and the membership N- no no it's a glock for the, mm-hmm. that retails for more than 500 dollars and a membership oh sorry well that's ridiculous yeah. okay <laughs> because um i just want the pistol i don't really right. need an association or a group of friends behind it yeah you well I mean? I, yeah so we we do get into this as well i mean this really uh it gets more wild as it goes so not just anyone is eligible for the promotion of course according to court Lee Kurt Lieberman, the gun club's owner, patients will need to visit the club in order to actually receive the gun. So, you know, checks and balances. Sure. You have to be 21 and older. Sure. And they have a background check here on site. So there's a dentist, um, a dental hygienist <laughs> will plug your name in and <laughs> yeah. see if you've committed any crimes enough that... Um, you know, I'm, that you can't yeah, I'm interested in this on-site background check. Like, how long does that take? Are they just, they're just well, kind of... Well, there's a great Simpsons episode where mm-hmm. it's like the seven days, right? Where right. Um, uh, there's the montage where uh, Homer's just sitting in the mm-hmm. in the front yard and the, uh, the sun is rising and setting and, you yeah. know, and then he goes back and get his gun. I believe that was a seven-day waiting period. But right. the good thing about... Or the the interesting thing about the Simpsons is that there's a Springfield in like every state and they've never really locked down exactly where, um, where that Springfield is located. Yes, so yes. I think each state would be different. Right. Yeah. Unless no, I'm, I'm a Simpsons idiot, and they have revealed where. I, it's just the is. it's just <laughs> the on-site stipulation sure. that is confusing for me because that kind of suggests it all happens then and there. You know, like what I'm vi- envisioning is someone high, like I'd like my Glock, and they're like, okay, tippy tippy type type type, and then do 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 do, and then ding, you've been approved. I think there would have to be some kind of like a government website or something set up like that because that always confuses me with like a credit check as well. Like I don't know what my credit is. Yeah. But I've been to places where just a stranger will just look at a uh, like a yes. computer screen, yeah. type in a couple of things, type, 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 yeah. and he'll look at me and say, not approved. Right. Yes. Like this yeah, has happened that... time and time again, and I have yeah. no idea how to check my own credit, but other people know how to check it for me. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cr- I wonder if it is as easy as checking your credit, doing a whole ass like background investigation before you hand someone a Glock because they got Invisalign. Why is that? So that's interesting too, because like, first of all, like, I want to be clear, Invisalign has not signed off on this. In fact, they've released a statement which says we do not approve of this. So I don't know why this guy is trying to push Invisalign so hard. Well, like, I think what you should do is like, you should um, like maybe... 
like diversify um, the choices of firearms with whatever um, you know, like you're going in for, right? right? Like if you want like a root canal, maybe get a Remington. You know what I mean, right? right? Like if you're going to keep going with the Glocks, roots and Remys for sure. Yeah. Um, cleaning, simple cleaning. You yeah. know what I mean? You might. I don't really know that much about firearms, so I can't just think of a CL <laughs> gun off the top yeah. of my head. <laughs> I thought you were going to pull something out there. <laughs> no, I'm original gun clapper. But yeah. I no, I only know them from like rap lyrics, really. And um, whatever yeah. my cousin's husband brings out when we go camping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll read the rest of the article and, and get into my theories here. Um, uh, Lieberman adds that he will be recommending that the recipients of the free gun take a training class, but it won't be required. Um, attorney Ron Shook says the promotion is perfectly legal. The most important thing is making sure the patient can legally own a gun. I love that. Like, it's like I mean, there's a lot of things that are legal, but is it genuinely, genuinely right? You right. know what I mean? Right? Like, I, I like that. Hey, man, like you could do. This it. is perfectly legal. Yeah, We're you like, could yeah, do that's a lot the, of things. I think the the he's because um, this is an attorney speaking here, so he's brought in to defend the the orthodontist here. But I think the conversation this is um, a part of is not whether or not this orthodontist is breaking the law yeah. it's about the, the the laws themselves but we won't get into that no it's we're looking at like a, subject. yeah this might be like um, a law morality issue right yeah. because like how many people <laughs> have ever been in a situation where you're like i need this invisalign treatment but also okay. a gun so, so this is no what like uh, this is like oh shit i can scratch both backs at the same so, time so yeah. so this is what my theory is is that there, so this is in in uh, North Raleigh, North Carolina, and Raleigh. this is uh, this apparently is a good comedy scene out of there. And this is a promotion where they're giving away free guns. So I suspect that there's going to be a lot of adults showing up to Youngsville Gun Club and Range with unnecessary Invisalign on their <laughs> team. <laughs> that is, you know, you, you never just really think about... Just the whole yeah, gun club, everyone's yeah. just going to be sporting Invisalign. Just that's an interesting cause and effect kind of a uh, breakdown of that. Like, I mean, in Youngsville, like, if you look over at fucking, ne you know, these these assholes at the gun club next door. <laughs> they got great teeth on yeah, them. I don't know what man. they're doing in yeah, Youngsville there, but man, they've got some fucking chompers all of them you know what i mean good glocks <laughs> yeah. nice weapons and yeah. um fantastic they matching rims. guns it's that crazy is incredible over there. this isn't the first time that i've heard about this i think there was like a um uh um, in uh, of course uh, we were watching Team America last night famous suicide bomber Michael Moore right. um, in his documentary uh, I want to say Bowie for Columbine um, or was it like the Fahrenheit 9-11 in one of them um, mm -hmm. uh, huge show of the early 2000s with all those movies mm -hmm. and stuff but in one of them I want it was obviously Bowie for Columbine because it's a gun, yeah, it's the gun one a gun yeah gun for sure issue. yeah <laughs> what a fucking idiot um, no it might have been in the Fahrenheit 9-11 one where he went to a bank and um, for to sign up for a new yeah. um, or if you sign up for like a membership or an account or whatever then they'll give you um right this a rifle i believe yeah it's definitely like a um not an unheard of promotion in the states for yeah. sure to just give away guns which is um quite insane um well it's like it kind of pisses me off because i have a feeling that fell out not too long ago and i just have like a hole in my tooth and also right. um quit my job recently so right. i don't really have the the dental um benefits to go and do um, get that fixed, and if there was a Glock nine yeah. <laughs> on the table, yeah. you know what I mean. For uh, it would definitely sway my, you know, decision making rather than like. But what I'll if it was like only if you got Invisalign? Um, I don't. 
I don't know if I need the Invisalign. I also actually have some gum issues that I want them to look at too. But like, there's a few other things that I need um, dental work before the Invisalign treatment. Yeah. So like, I would have to get in, you know, on the ground floor, do a whole lot of like, you know, base stuff because I've been kind of neglecting, um, you know, just dental care for a minute course, now. Before you um, work up, before I the, actually get the, the gun, and I feel like I could yeah. just get the gun in other ways. Yeah, well, certainly if you lived in North Carolina. For sure, North um, Kakalaka, please. Yeah, yeah. so attorney Ron Shook says, guns are like other property. You can buy and sell and dispose of them, but the distinction is guns are potentially inherently dangerous. Potentially inherently <laughs> yeah. is the best combination. It's potentially inherently dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> the most... I love American reading American news mm -hmm. because it's always geared in the way of like we're not trying to offend any you know what I mean right like um yeah like that's yeah. a that like you have to have those two words together to not offend either person on on either side or whatever but it's it right. makes the sentence sound ridiculous yeah yeah I mean this whole thing is cr I mean coming from uh, uh being born and raised in Canada. This is this just seems insane, but this is part of part of the culture of yeah. America. Well, you've been vocally outspoken against me getting a gun for years now, and that's been yes. a problem. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because especially now we live in a new city. Um, mm. You know, it's dense. It's uh, you know, it's, it's 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 we're in a metropolis again, and um, new faces in a strange town, and I'm mm. trying to protect the woman and the kitty that I love. So like, right. why not maybe get a bunch of guns? Right. Enough um, to maybe get a whole rack. Yeah, it seems a little unnecessary. No, we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> but maybe if you got some Invisalign. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk we about can talk, Yeah. If you deal with your your, your uh, dental health, All right. then maybe we'll talk about guns. Okay. Um, okay. We have another story that I think you're going to enjoy quite a bit. Break it down. Because I, I, I saw your headline here. And, mm -hmm. um, uh, babe, I'm like, uh, am I... I'm like a priest to regular people. Oh, do you know what I mean? In the no, sense that, um, not that I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, affiliated with any like religious, um, mm -hmm. entity or organization, but in the fact that because I'm a plumber, people confess their poo stories to me. Oh, I see what you mean. I time. actually did. You know what? This whole time I've been thinking about this story. I wasn't even thinking about the fact you're a plumber. Oh, thank God. I was just okay, thinking good. about your general, uh, interests and, and hobbies. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Um, so it's true. People do poop a lot in rides at Disneyland and Disney World. So we'll finally put that, uh, you know, put that debate to rest. What is this rest. picture here? Hold on. There's a picture underneath this headline. That um so this is the this is a lineup um well put we'll put the, put the picture in the video this is a lineup for the one of the rides at sure disneyland. okay so uh in disneyland the lineups obviously are very long um and so they will often you know they'll kind of incorporate the ride elements into the lineup so you're like okay like you know it still feels like you're in the experience like or you're whatever. not standing in the same place for three hours yeah for or sure. that you're not just like standing i mean they will go outside sometimes once you're kind of in the building then you're you're in the experience you okay, know they try and yeah, yeah, yeah. make it as as much a part of the experience sure. as possible um, it sounds disgusting, too outlandish to be real. A Disneyland urban legend of the gross-out variety that people are dropping trow and pooping where they stand while in line for rides. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> but unfortunately, this rumor is absolutely real. Twice in the past month, posters on the Disney World subreddit commented in fury and horror about the cursed things they said they'd seen while waiting in line. Quote, 
I'm in the queue for Rise of the Resistance. Someone <laughs> let <laughs> someone let their kid take a dump on the floor. Then they just walked out and left it. WTF? <laughs> that is the resistance right there. That is the <laughs> rise of that, the yeah, resistance. The resistance yeah. has risen. The fecal sighting was <laughs> supported almost in real time by a commenter who said they worked at the attraction. For the skeptics, this actually happened. Fun fact, this was one of three shit-related incidents at Rise today. <laughs> 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 oh, this is incredible. Yeah. Keep going. Less fun fact, I was here for all three of them. The user responded. On another thread, a commenter bemoaned the behavior of park guests at the wildly popular attraction Flight of Passage. Bodily fluids no longer bother me after working at Disney. Shoot, they wrote. Yeah, I hear that. Let's just say that the attraction I work at has what the cast ended up dubbing up the poop hall because of the amount of times guests have gone in there and pooped. We even put up a camera and it didn't stop it. <laughs> Good Lord, the poop hallway, another commenter responded, adding from a former Flight CM cast member, this absolutely gives me war flashbacks. I dealt with way too many bodily fluids at that dang attraction. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and for in case anyone's confused, at Disneyland and Disney World, they refer to their employees as cast members. Oh, that's... <laughs> this is all a production. Yeah, oh, sure, um, sure. Two former Disneyland custodial team workers have also written about this unsavory topic in their book. Oh, I love this. Their book titled Cleaning the Kingdom, Insider Tales of Keeping Walt's Dream Spotless. I need to read this. <laughs> that is fantastic. I've never been in a situation... I mean, obviously, like, you know, I mean, in, the, in, in my line of work, I mean, there's a lot of... You know, poo related stories and stuff that I have. Mm -hmm. People confess to me, you know what I mean, their 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 sins for sure. Yes. But never in a situation um, did I ever, you know, feel myself trapped in a situation where 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 poo keeps happening. You know what I mean? Like oh, poop comes yeah. up and I fix it and then I go to a different location. Like I'm over like I'm like Superman. I'm over I'm saving the world at different locations at a time. Right. Imagine just being in your own personal hell at Disney where you have to maintain a smile and somebody is like three shit related incidents right. in that same day. And for the second point that I'm trying to make okay. here is who in their right fucking mind is gonna stand in line if like I'm That's assuming insane. this is like a like 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 um, like back and forth queued like a, like in an airport? Oh security yeah, like you're you know? going, you're weaving, you're getting so at one. So yeah. if if you if okay, so th the person, um, you know, three people in front of you in line lets their kid take a shit. Yeah. And then now you have to you know presumably be around that what like 20, 30, How quick is this line moving? I mean, it's insane. You know? Yeah. And then you turn like you get fifty feet away from the shit and you turn around and you know that you're just coming back to where the shit is. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. And every I mean. time you turn that corner, you're going to be a little bit further away from the ship, but you're still going to know that it's there. That it's coming back. And that's so who's like. Who's not your... saying something? And who's. Well, I think who's people are taking saying the something. shit yeah. and continuing to walk? Like, do you take well, the shit? Well, that's insane. And, leave? and then go back into your line. Go back to your space in line where everyone just witnessed what you've done. And like the amount of. I mean, these people are shameless. Um, clearly. To, just to be, the, to be able. They're heroes. To, to, to drop trow. In a situation where there are hundreds of people that, that you're in plain sight of. I mean, that is crazy. But like, and then to get back in line around all these people that know what you've just <laughs> done and then get on the ride with these people. Like you're ruining a lot of people's experience It's here. the most Debo move that yeah. I've ever seen in my entire life. You remember Friday? Debo's. Uh, no. Oh my God! Friday's Ice Cube's. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, I know, I know uh, the movie. yeah, yeah. So uh, there's the bad guy in the movie's name Debo. So he's gonna go and like uh, uh, there's a character named Red. He took mm -hmm. Red's 
you know, chain mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie, or sorry, like in a, in a in a separate scene, and then you know he um so he goes back up to him and he's still like you know that's my chain, yeah, or you know what I mean? Is uh, can I get my bike back? What bike? You know what I mean? Yeah. All of that stuff is the most like bully move that you could do it's in insane. a situation where yeah. like you have to look around at everybody. Like that's the most power play situation that you could possibly is. do is to yeah. shit in public and then stand near it and look around like say something. Yeah, and like like you were saying, because in your line of work, like you're expecting these these are situations where the people are in the right place. They're Babe, I'm not going to lie to you. In ten years, maybe like a handful of experiences, right? Exactly, like, like and like it's still like it's shit related incidents, but sure. they're in the right place, you know. And yeah. you're in a line of work yep. where you expect this. If you're working, if you're a cast member at Disneyland, oh, yeah. you don't go in expecting to deal with different <sighs> bodily fluids. You don't do it every for the poop. Day. You never you do it for do the it. poop. No one once has gone. Uh, applied for a job at Disneyland being like you know what I'm I'm in this for the poop yeah give yeah. me all the shit yeah give and me, I'm okay me, with it yeah like I like <laughs> like he's a soldier showing up to Nam like put me in the yeah. shit coach yeah. and I think like um if that is like um well now that the like the news story is out and presumably like these places are pretty large like how many people do Disney World's employ because now yeah. you have to assume that there is somebody there for the shit I mean, I, yeah, I mean, there's a, I, it's the same with any, any huge corporation that, that hires thousands of people because there's going to be outliers. There's going to be outliers. <laughs> there's going to be people that want to work there for different reasons. For sure. Um, but okay, let's keep going. Cause there's some, there's some good stuff here. Um, in the chapter t- titled disgusting things, former cast members, um, Ken Pellman and, and Lynn Barron. So these two custodial, custodial team workers sure. reveal there's even a name for such an occurrence titled Human Code H. A code, <laughs> a code H, according to the authors, originally referred to horse crap. A code H human meant... Human code H. Human code H. You have yeah. to, we have to specify now. Yeah, a code H meant a custodial worker <laughs> needed to clean up after one of the horses pulling a Main Street vehicle did its business. I love <laughs> that somebody called the code H to the first human shit and was like, this is not a code H. Yeah, we need to put a different... We need H, to put a human yeah. before it. I need to know what I'm going into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's still shit on yeah. the floor. You're going to have to clean it up. But like he knew. He yeah. knew. Wait a minute. There's this. A horse didn't do the this. The term was later modified to reflect a bowel movement of the human variety. Yeah, this is a Yeah. <laughs> this is a 14-year-old <laughs> yeah. from Tampa did this. And in case you're thinking this is a pandemic-induced phenomenon, uh, Pelman and Barron worked in the park primarily in the 90s and early 2000s. You can't so blame this everything on back. the pandemic, guys. I Come go, on. That's yeah. so funny. Like these weird... Um, Everything that's see any story or phenomenon that comes out that seems weird, everyone's like, "Is this post-pandemic or whatever?" Oh my fucking god! Um, Yeah, yeah. People, I mean, people have been shitting on the ground for you know since the beginning of time. Um, you know, it's it's, it's longer than I can remember. Absolutely, but you know, for um, for in a Disney sense, the fact that it's about you know what I mean, um, of 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 magic and wonder just makes it so much more awesome. It's like if you showed Mm -hmm. up to like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory and the river was literal shit. Well, it is. It's the there's a joke about this in Friends where um, I believe it is Chandler, um, Chandler or Monica. Um, they're, they're in line. I think it's Chandler. They're in line and, uh, basically they have to take a shit in line. And, and then Ross says they, after that, they renamed it the crappiest place on earth uh, or whatever. Oh, okay. So Friends yeah. has been on this. So this Friends, is okay. That was the okay. first thing I thought of when okay. I saw this story. Um, so the gnarliest story, um, c- occurred at Indiana Jones Adventure in Disneyland. So fun fact about this ride, actually. Yeah. Um, when I went to Disneyland, um, in, uh, 
2001 um, October 2001, right after 9-11, because there was a great deal on flights. Yeah, I love that. Um, it's, my favorite, it's my favorite travel story <laughs> and, uh, of, of the year. And so uh, I went to Disneyland. It was a whole bunch of um, family friends and stuff. And so I was there um, with, with my friend Carlin. And we were in line for Indiana Jones. And again, long lineup. We were in there with our dads. And we both, uh, we would have been like fucking seven years old at the time yeah. both started bawling our eyes out in the lineup for indiana jones because as i said they try to make it part of the experience and yeah. it just got too real nazis we, or like what happened no i think it was just like you're in a cave oh, and i sure. think it was just overwhelming for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah so so this is uh, so setting the scene here it's in like a cave sort of like thing there's like noises they're playing like a soundtrack and sure. shit so there's a pair of individual use restrooms just backstage from the north unload pelman writes it was mainly for cast members but guests could and did use it a woman did not know this and she burst into the control room for the attraction and deposited her gift right there it must have been challenging for the ride operator to stay at their post in there before it was all cleaned up so the so someone's the ride operator so they have to stay at, at their post as they said they're operating the fucking sure. ride so someone just bursts into the control room <laughs> and takes a shit and leaves and there's nothing this this person can do about it <laughs> no no what are you doing <laughs> yeah. ah, ah, this is happening yeah. oh my god oh my god yeah it makes like it was like when i when you said I thought people were shitting their pants, and I, this is a phenomenon of people shitting their pants. People. At least if you're dropping trial, then there you're is more dignity. You're leaving with a little bit of your dignity because you're not shitting I your pants. I would say I you're guess. leaving with less dignity because you're just making. You're this is just happening out in the open. People know sure. what's up. If you're shitting your pants, at least you have the self-respect to not bring other people into what's going on in your body right okay. now. Okay. Well, let me let me be the devil's advocate here. Um, in um uh in a situation, let's say for like the Vancouver Skytrain. Okay. Vancouver Skytrain is notorious for not having any bathrooms yes. uh, available mm -hmm. along the line, and I'm notorious for mm -hmm. drinking at shows. Yes. So yeah. um, there's been many an instance where, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I got to step off the train. Yes. Um, you know, and go find somewhere. But I'm, it's more of been a pee situation. Yeah. I've never yeah. had to. I've never done a train duke. Yeah. That's significantly different. Um, but nothing really comes to mind. You yeah. Know I mean? but, but it's still in that situation. Say you're on the train and you have to take a shit and it's an emergency situation. Yeah. I would prefer you shit your pants rather than just drop an open Think of oh, you're not shitting. Air. I'm not shitting in the train. But 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 this is what I'm like likening it to, right? Sure. Like a dropping an open air shit, just it's letting that waft out. It's and a train gnarly. is kind of a similar because it's an enclosed area, yeah. right? Similar to how these lines are yeah. inside. Like yeah. that fucking fills up a room real quick. Well, that's the thing too. And like I mean, with the especially with like like my diet, I'm assuming the Disneyland mm -hmm. patrons' diet as well, right? Like yeah, we're not a lot talking of funnel about cakes there. Yeah, right. We're not talking about like clean pinches and like and, no, and, no and that's good not a laws. torpedo that's we're talking about piles yeah no that's it uh, right and uh, like that's yeah. basically what we're dealing with like that's a messy cleanup that's not like you can't bring like a put your hand in a bag and kind of scoop it like dog <laughs> no, shit situation yeah this is like you need a fucking like you need a shovel, shovel and a mop. yeah yeah you need yeah. a shovel and a mop oh. and um you know i think that um that's basically like i'm the next form of human evolution if you think about it um, explain well basically like my body <laughs> is adapted to such filth you know okay. what i mean that like if the world did end or whatever like i'd mm -hmm. be like in a cockroach kind of situation right whereas your body runs at 100 percent efficiency right. never poops or farts right like, where me Never. like i'm more of like um 
I have an incinerator in my stomach where mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? And then whatever, you know, it expels, it has to expel, obviously. Yeah. So this brings me to my question is where, because um, I don't think I'm, I'm exposing anything crazy here to say that you found yourself in a couple emergency type shitting situations. <laughs> yes, I have. Where yes, I have. is like the, the the worst place that this has this has come to fruition well definitely the elevator the elevator was the okay, worst but yes, i was also yes. like um concussed I, in, in black yeah if you're right? in like i mean so like a sober situation in a sober situation yeah. <laughs> well those ones always suck um <laughs> because usually uh there you know what i mean an accident happens but mm-hmm. like when you're stone cold sober and it happens it's followed by immediate shame of course so yes. i think i gambled As on a should. fart when i was <laughs> in um uh in our i guess it would have been like the third studio in the tower um or the second studio oh yes yes i gambled yeah. on a fart while you were in the room yes. and a little bit hit the floor <laughs> so like that one <laughs> comes to mind a lot because <laughs> you were there you know what i mean when there's a witness yeah. to the it's, it's yes. screenwriting 101 right like yeah. you can't just have violence for the sake of violence you, you need to have somebody to the witness horror. the violence yeah, yeah. so when, when you can yeah. witness the horror then it can put you as the viewer into that seat so yeah. When I saw you witness the horror, um, then I kind of really was like, fuck, man, I got to get my shit together mm. um, at that point. Literally. And uh, literally, literally. <laughs> nice. Um, so that would definitely be a bad one. But um, I think like a close second could be any number of times where you're just racing to get there. It's like a bad dream. Mm. You know what I mean? In a bad dream, like where you're trying to fight back and like, um, yeah, you know, like your arms just like, um, you know, like, like can't move, you know what I mean? Right. Or you're yes. trying to run. Um, yeah. that's been a lot of dreams that I've had that are like the, that are frightening are, um, uh, if I'm trying to drink something and my mouth is so dry and I can't drink, so I'll be like, mm. um, there's a, f- a famous scene in this movie Constantine where there's this mm. uh, uh, preacher who's been like, um, bewitched by some demon or whatever is going into, um, this corner store and he's just like trying to drink something and um all the water is basically staying in the bottle he's even smashing bottles to to try to like get any of this liquid out none of, none of it's going and he ended up suffocating and dying incredible scene but i also have similar dreams to that where they're just like incredibly scary because like my mouth is just underneath like um taps that are on i've gone mm-hmm. to hoses and things like that or whatever and just like you you're drinking in the dream but you can't right. feel the sensation of like, yes. quench being um, thirst being quenched yes. right so um those ones those dreams are always incredibly scary to me or like if you're trying to run away from something and you can't there was this werewolf dream i had when i was a kid that i just couldn't get away from mm-hmm. these things and they were like weren't gaining on me but like i couldn't run yeah. fast enough it was fucking insane. i always get the i i am in like like extreme peril um but like help is available kind of mm-hmm. but like i need to to call for it and oh, i try to like same, scream same, and same but different yeah yeah that's see yeah. like those are terrifying so like i liken those um dreams and that kind of um helplessness that feeling yeah with just knowing that you're gonna shit your pants but you're close to home right so like we were mm. um on a walk going um to your brother's place for dinner and we were going to uh, stop at the grocery store before. Oh, yes. This was yes, just yes. a couple weeks yes, ago. Yes, this is recent. Now, yes. I had that moment where I was like, I'm going to shit my pants in this mm-hmm. grocery store right now, but I'm not going to let it happen. Yes. Right? This has happened too many times, and I'm a soldier. I'm a fight for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I went to the bathroom that was in the grocery store, and whoever was in there was like taking so much time that they weren't coming out that it came to the point where I'm like, I'm two blocks away from my house. Yeah. I need this to happen now. So like I would rather leave and walk two blocks knowing that I'm going to a destination where I'm right. not going to be standing in line rather than stand here and not know and potentially explode is. in the bread aisle, yeah. you know, waiting That's to get into this. Look. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a good look. So I decided to make that walk. Now, when you make the walk, um, the walk is fine until you get closer and closer to the of destination. Course, course, right. Yes, because yeah. like, 
every little thing at that point now becomes an issue. We have a step outside of our building that's a little bit higher than a regular mm -hmm. step. Mm -hmm. And I thought right there it was going to slip. Oh, and then wow. four more steps getting up to the elevator. And then the stop, because now you've been in constant motion from the grocery store to the building. Oh, yeah. And okay. then you have to stop in and the your elevator. Your body catches up. And, you're and like, it's <laughs> like, yeah, so everything literally by the time that you get to the, to like, to the, so like the, a lot of those, a lot of those moments, um, you know, definitely, definitely upsetting. But um, yeah. Um, shitting myself at the show that was a bad one yeah, um, yeah you know definitely but it's always like um it's always when i'm not uh listening to my body right. and i'm not taking care of myself and um and then i just have too much confidence mm -hmm. in myself because i'll just like crack a fart off right there was one time in browns ironically um, <laughs> <laughs> i remember that happened not long after the it happened the in the apartment it was like within a couple weeks. Uh, have I shit myself so many times that you're <laughs> reminding me of stories I don't even remember? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, break it down for uh, me. Well, I, I don't really. I, I remember we were in Browns uh, again when you were living in that apartment. And it was right close by. And we were just having drinks there or whatever. And you like got that face and then ran to the bathroom. Oh, and then <laughs> sure. Oh, okay. Well. And then explain that. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you said you had to. W whatever whatever yeah, the, the outcome yeah. was uh, my personal favorite and uh, and I, d I, d I tell this story on stage now because it happened very recently is when we we uh, uh, those of you who maybe are new listeners or viewers we recently moved across the country that we did and we did the drive from from Vancouver to Montreal and there was it was like one day we were driving through northern Ontario, which neither of us had ever driven through before. It is Gorgeous. absolutely beautiful. Oh, in the fall, I recommend it. The yeah. time of year that we went, um, early October, like all the leaves are changing colors, and, and you're yeah, and, yeah, and you're driving by. Yeah. We were driving by Lake Superior, so it's <laughs> gorgeous. It literally looks yeah. like an ocean. It's so like, like just at, like literally breathtaking, and. And so I, I, I wanted to like pull over the car because we were going to switch drivers, but I also wanted to pull over by the lake because yeah. it was really like really nice. And so like pull over the car and then you immediately get out. And I was like, oh, he probably has to go pee or whatever. And so I like walk over to like the lake and like taking photos and like looking at all like everything that surrounds us, like really like enjoying this beautiful natural landscape and then i walk back and i'm like man like he's still like kind of like in the woods there like yeah, he must really have to pee second to, to soak in the surroundings yeah yeah There's i was like he must be this must be like a long pee or whatever and then um i i think i don't even know when it had occurred to me that you were not peeing that <laughs> you were just straight oh, it probably up occurred when you were walking and you kind of looked over through the trees and i you thought just you saw were just peeing at this time up. yeah but i didn't really see it but anyway you know the look in the eyes yeah. you know you can tell in the eyes <laughs> yeah but it turns out that you uh yeah you were just taking a shit just lakeside yep. just <laughs> using like these tissues that we had in the car I'm bougie. To <laughs> thank god those tissues were there because and then that yeah. turned into an argument about who brought the tissues <laughs> you said something incorrect I had, to <laughs> I had to defend myself okay but, but i was telling the truth <coughs> of course you're telling the truth just didn't really you know just your girl brain was all scrambled at the time anyway okay <laughs> i was the one shitting one. in the woods i was the one shitting in the woods and i was very glad that i brought that uh you know that, that and i had packed things. those tissues <laughs> <laughs> so for the listener there was two packs of tissues in the car 
and uh, we're happy that both of them that we each brought. You know what I mean? Enough tissue. And, yeah. Uh, all right. Who put what tissue where? Doesn't matter. I was happy. They all they ended had. up in the same place. They they really did. Um, in my ass. Yeah. Um. All right. I think we're done with the poop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Foot fetish? Um, sure, we can do foot oh, fetish. Oh, shit. It's on my... Hmm. It is on the camera. Go to... Can you... Um, well, basically, we could just talk about it. In this short segment of foot okay. fetish, I just basically want to bring up okay. the fact that um, news is circulating. Mm -hmm. Good things are happening. You yeah. know what I mean? The foot is in full effect. And okay. what I mean by that is that the New York Times okay. has jumped on Bigfoot okay. and reporting a sighting from um, October 21st, 28th. I can't remember. It's mm -hmm. not in front of me right now. But um, in the year 2023, just oh, a mere wow. few months ago. What weeks is ago. Uh, Weeks ago, I guess. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> oh, by the time. Oh, yeah. Because this comes up tomorrow. Sorry. <laughs> this is talking to be a few months from yeah, now. Anyway. <laughs> Regardless, basically what had happened is there is a sighting in Colorado that the New York Times deemed worthy enough to um, not necessarily shit on, you mm -hmm. know, Bigfoot in the sense that they normally do. It's not necessarily a joke article, which was very exciting. And um, it gave, um, I'm not going to say credibility to the people that were, um, uh, you know, recounting their, um, their, their, their witness statement. But mm -hmm. basically um, just kind of talking about the... Uh, likelihood of existence, the reasons why some people might believe, things like that. And it mm -hmm. wasn't written in a manner that normally Bigfoot articles are written in. Right. And I think that we're not necessarily talking about, because um, the sighting itself is, uh, you know, just another run-of-the-mill mm -hmm. Bigfoot sighting. Fantastic yes. to see. Definitely anybody's, um, everybody and everybody should come forward yeah. um, in a situation like this. But what had happened is um, um, multiple people from a train um, sighted a, uh, a Bigfoot and oh. got some um, footage of it. And they went through all the potential um, okay. things. I'll show you the video after yeah. uh, we record here. We'll leave a link to the video um, okay. below the uh, um, below this one in uh, the comment section. But um, basically, the important thing is is that um, they were looking at um, all potentially debunking it and things like that. Is this a hunter in a ghillie suit? You know what I mean? On a mountainside and things mm -hmm. like that. Why is that hunter not have a gun? And why is that hunter eight fucking feet tall? Things yeah. like that. You and know, why so would a whole train full of people jump? you know arrive at the same exactly conclusion. right so um, and there's just some um, like eyewitness testimonies from uh, a 33 year old man turned believer um you know what i mean it's some um, you know some, some exactly some exciting stuff well, right yeah. so um now that we are in a new land i've been looking up um some uh quebec bigfoot um uh, sightings and things like that yeah. and um you know i don't normally believe the french um for everything but yeah most there's things. a lot of interesting uh, accounts out there so look yeah, forward to well, uh, future foot fetishes yeah there was what was that organization we covered that that's based out of Ontario. That's oh, they were over here. Yeah. Is that moneymaker? No, 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 no. That's not moneymaker. Um, it was some. Uh, it was some other like student sure. organ. I forget what it was, but we'll yeah, the the big 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 feet are alive and well mm -hmm. all over the world, mm -hmm. or anywhere where there is like a, a lot of natural landscape. And when you get yeah. kind of outside of um, like Montreal and Quebec City, a lot of Quebec is pretty like rural oh, remote absolutely. areas. Oh, dense forest out there for yeah. sure. You're not gonna find one in Brooklyn, but you know what I mean. Um, exactly. That's not to be I mean, Bigfoot's don't. But I mean, so I wonder if what do you think about like global warming? And there's this um, phenomenon now, like especially in uh, like Alaska and mm -hmm. like the Arctic, you'll see photos of polar bears that are walking through town because their natural um, habitat is retreating and their sources for food are growing more and more scarce. And so they're going into the city following scents of foods in the city. I wonder if we're going to see the same thing with Bigfoot with, you know, more and more deforestation, you know, their their natural 
landscape, their natural ecosystem, the the circle of life sure. w- in which they they are at the head of sure. the the line, the food chain. Um, you know, it, it's diminishing more and more. I wonder if they will then follow the scent into the city, or if they're because they th- their natural inclination, they're obviously a higher mm-hmm. um, thinking being their natural inclination to to hide from humans if that would be more powerful than their need to nourish and feed themselves. That is fascinating. See, this is why we need to have these conversations mm-hmm. because um, with differing, you know, views on, um, on Bigfoot itself and, um, you know, the motivations, the need for being here, you don't have that. You have more of a naturalistic approach, you mm-hmm. know, to the Bigfoot itself, right? Yes. In my interdimensional theories and things like that right bigfoot is kind of here um you know investigating dipping in dipping out you know kind of existing on a natural plane now where you're coming from if bigfoot is a completely natural Mm -hmm. um existing character um with nothing paranormal attaching to it then i would say that it would be inevitable at some point for once um you know especially as deforestation continues yeah you know um as the food chain starts to dwindle um and your natural habitat starts to you know um uh you know vanish as far as you know Mm -hmm. um natural um occurrences and you know humans um encroaching on the space Mm -hmm. then i think that it would absolutely be likely for bigfoot to come you know closer. which then i think inevitably inevitably will become like a king kong situation absolutely i think that's going to be tragic i think more planet of the apes i would you know i I would i would hope that um that they would band together and rise up i hope so yeah um but big feet are kind of solitary creatures and peaceful in in our in our experience peaceful in nature you know like they don't you know, they're we're they're not hunting humans. You know, you we're can only push something so far before it snaps back, though. And I, I think mean, that of course, um, yeah. You know, that's something that, that we we need to really, really watch as a species. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be. It, yeah, uh, it's gonna come back and bite it, us. For it's sure. gonna be a bloodbath. It absolutely. Is. Um. Okay. We there's a couple different directions we could go here. I have another story. Um, that's brief. Um, or how, what, what time are we at? We're, we got about 15 here. Okay. Um, let's do, okay, let's do, okay. We're going to try something new here. Okay. Um, if it doesn't, if it's not fun, we'll cut it from the episode. So if you're, you're hearing this right now, then perhaps something, perhaps it was entertaining in some way. (laughs) 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 Um, okay. We're going to play a game. Okay. Uh, it's like a fill in the blank game. Sure. And so wh- what how it works is that I'm going to say a word. Okay. Um and it's going to be like word and then like blank and then we'll we'll count to 3 and we'll both say like the the word that we would put after that word I just said. Can you give me a dry run? Okay. So say um I would say the word is magic. Kay. Okay? And then like 3 2 1, one. potions. Okay. okay. Okay, so that's that's it. All okay. right. Okay. So that's the game. Okay. That's cool. the game. So, and we'll just see if like, you know, if magic happens. If, if magic happens, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. All right. All right. So first word is tennis. All right. Three, two, one. Balls. Elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Are you trying to go? Are you trying to get me into something here? No. <laughs> you gonna show this to the homies and be like, you knew. Okay, second word. Okay, finger. Okay, three, two, one. Bam. Blast. Okay. This is the grossest newlywed game. Okay, parking. Okay, 
three, two, one, spot. Pain in the ass. Pain in the ass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially, Especially in Montreal. Especially in Montreal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pizza. Three, two, one, turtles. <laughs> are we not here to fight the truth or are we not here to find okay <laughs> hey, hair three two one net <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know i was thinking sinead o'connor but i couldn't think you of her name i was saying sinead sorry i forgot her name for a second rest in peace okay when did oh. she die she just died right if she was alive, that would have been very embarrassing. Okay. Home. Three, two, one. Invasion. Key. Okay. <laughs> 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 I have a shady okay. past. <laughs> okay. Base. Three, two, one. Ecstasy. Ball. This is a good. Give me another one. This is a good game. Hot, three, two, one. Pockets. Aww. (laughs) Hot pockets are delicious too. Okay. Cold, three, two, one. Water. Aww. (laughs) Them shits is freezing. Okay. Hyper, three, two, one. Tension. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Okay, we can leave it there. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fun. So we have okay, so we have I think we have some time to do this last one. So this okay. is like a quick article and then I also have uh, a quick fun game we can do after this that it reminded me of. Yeah, okay. We don't so, have any jobs. We have yeah. nowhere to go. <laughs> First ever Florida Man Games will feature beer belly wrestling and evading arrest obstacle course. Hold so. the fuck on. <laughs> Why wasn't this the first? We might get into this next week as well because I had no idea that this is a thing. Yeah, so it ain't the Olympics, but a group of Floridians plan to host competitions themed according to the collective antics of beer-loving, gator-possessing, rap-sheet-heavy, mullet-wearing social media phenomenon known as Florida Man. I've never felt a truer calling than <laughs> I feel right now. Organizers of the Florida Man Games describe the competition as the most insane athletic showdown on Earth. The games will poke fun at Florida's reputation for producing strange news stories involving Guns, drugs, booze, and reptiles, or some combination of the four. Uh, see, that's where I would fuck up is the reptiles. Like, I've that experienced in all the other three. Yeah, reptiles no. is crazy. Among the co- contests planned for February in St. Augustine, Florida, according to organizers, are the evading arrest obstacle course in which contestants jump over fences and through yards while being chased by <laughs> real police officers. I need to be a part <laughs> of this. So I would do that in a heartbeat. Like, maybe not now. See, that's what sucks about getting older is that yeah. in my prime, I 19 year old Johnny could actually be like a pretty good shoe. And I was six yeah. foot three fast. You know what I mean? I could get over fences. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was, I was pretty good in my day and, and okay. tried and tested too. Like I've like, there's, um, there's stories of me like, um, that police tell, uh, right. when my mom worked at the hospital and stuff and right. they would like, um, they would bring in rookies and stuff and they would stop and talk to my mom and be like, this is the mother of that kid that I was telling you about that ran that, uh, you know, right. incredible story. We might get into but, it one day, mm-hmm. but this is fascinating and there's also um huge quick recommendation for anybody that wants to watch a great music video um uh it's uh it's dub c um and the song title is the streets and they have like it's like a hood olympics 
thing mm-hmm. basically where they show up and there's all these different categories or whatever there's like um, hair braiding and uh, and like the um uh the hurdles jump is uh is basically okay. these guys running and jumping fences fucking hilarious and it's snoop dogg is in it it's, it's a great video but um this is fucking fantastic but so i would i would posit that if you consider <laughs> like so this is florida man games yeah. um the people that you're competing against are perhaps in a similar situation as you not in the the prime of their athletic abilities anymore and um if this is occurring in february you got months to train for this thing too <laughs> it can be done it's just it's smoke meth and do push-ups until florida man games uh-huh. come and that'd be the thing it's like if everybody <laughs> there has to be just as high yeah <laughs> like there's, if there's a limit of like how much meth has to be in your system before you can compete <laughs> yeah or, they do you know, yeah they do a drug testing yeah if you the- show up with no juice then they kick you out like if you're yeah. totally clean then you're not allowed to compete <laughs> yeah. there's there's also a category five cash grab in which participants try to grab as much money in a wind-blowing booth and the self-explanatory beer belly wrestling this isn't just a competition it's a one-of-a-kind floridian spectacle organizer said on the game's website the Florida Man concept crept into the nation's consciousness a decade ago with a Florida Man Twitter account. The account with the tagline, Real Life Stories of the World's Worst Superhero, has been home to headlines such as Florida Man Firebombs Garage that impounded his car, hits his own vehicle, and Florida Man tried to pay for McDonald's with weed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, general admission is going to be $45. Two former stars of the 90s TV show American Gladiators are going to serve as referees. That's- pretty rad yeah uh saint augustine resident resident uh is behind the games pete melfi uh owner of the 904 now a media outlet covering saint john's county we oh. thought how can we really play on these florida man headlines that we hear so much about someone gave me a, the idea to make it into athletic competition <laughs> melfi told the orlando sentinel it's going to be a wild day of mud games and florida style obstacle courses going to be an opportunity to live that florida man life for a day this fucking guy melfi shout out to mm-hmm. dr melfi of course uh, yeah. but um this uh this florida floridian melfi man mm-hmm. just captured the greatest thing you know what i mean when you yeah, sit there and really you see, great when you see a million dollar idea and you know it like mm-hmm. this fucking guy just nailed it and like shout out to him i hope that this goes on for years and that one day our careers get to the point where we could where I could either compete or, you know, just be around in any capacity. Cause I would like to um, not only support these things, but champion these events. Yeah. Because, uh, I, yeah. I think this is the greatest idea that I've ever heard. Yeah. And um, we'll definitely be tuning in. Hopefully it's televised. If would, it's I not, I hope so, at least on YouTube. Yeah, um, there's got to be footage. Yeah, best of luck to the contestants. Absolutely. And so this reminded me of a thing that I saw. I think it was some sort of meme that I saw that's like a fun thing to do. If you Google Florida man and then your birthday and see what headline pops up, okay? Okay, do Florida man May 21st, 1990. We'll just do the, the day, not the year. Oh, I want to know like, what happened on the year that I was born. Okay. It might not be online. Florida man flashes buttocks at IHOP <laughs> after. <laughs> That's rules. Florida man flashes buttocks at IHOP after impersonating a police officer <laughs> to get free food. <laughs> That's, that is me. Yeah. That man was gunned down and then I was reincarnated the day after. And then a Florida man hit dad in face with pizza after learning he helped deliver him. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 
<laughs> you pulled me from my mom's pussy. I'm going to smack you with a hammer. Who found out his father helped deliver him when he was born inexplicably smashed hot pizza in the older man's face. Thanks for nothing, Dad. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's pretty wild. Okay, what do we'll you do got? Florida Man February 18th. Showing his buttocks at IHOP for impersonating a police that's officer for a free meal is the greatest yeah. thing ever. Florida man trying to kill demons tormenting him went on sledgehammer spree. Oh, that's Jesus better. Christ. Sledgehammer spree is so much better. <laughs> oh, that rules. <laughs> and then Florida man. Oh, come on. Florida man arrested after disrespectfully consuming key lime pie. We've all been there, brother. <laughs> I had a nickel for every time. <laughs> Florida man. Okay, this one looks good. Florida man who allegedly threatened family with Coldplay lyrics and standoff after, after SWAT promises him pizza. That's the best one. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> How do you threaten family with Coldplay lyrics? I mean, I don't know. Well, like you could go racial and tell them that they're all yellow, but that's not cool. <laughs> um, I don't really know any other Coldplay lyrics, so I wouldn't really know how to how to aim them at somebody in a negative way. And Florida man accused of threatening his family by texting them Coldplay lyrics and warning them of retribution from his Nazi prison associates was persuaded by police to end a standoff in return for a fresh slice of pizza. <laughs> Evan Charles McLemore, McLemore, under the belief that SWAT team negotiators were ready to hand him one of America's favorite foods, was taken into custody on Tuesday following a four-hour confrontation at a Pensacola home. Never never underestimate the power of pizza with flavored crust, the Pensacola Police Department wrote on Facebook. With flavored crust? Yeah, while adding officers cannot comment on the rumors about pineapple being on said pizza, blah, blah, blah. I hate that debate. Pineapple is delicious on pizza. It is not immediately clear if responding officers gave him a slice, but they did deliver him charges of resisting an (laughs) officer. (laughs) And I need Uh, to know the lyrics. Cops suck, man. That sucks so bad. At least give the guy the slice. At least tell us the lyrics. Okay, here we go. Mick Lamore's family eventually cut off communications with him, but not before he sent them one text with the Coldplay lyrics. Lights will guide you home and ignite your bones, and I will try to fix you. (laughs) I would have maybe went with Slayer. (laughs) Yeah, what? That's kind of beautiful. From Fix You? Really? There's a (laughs) lot. with Fix You? (laughs) I mean... You know, everybody, you know, art speaks to people in different ways, I guess. Yeah. But uh, this is in 2019. That's not even in the, the heyday of Coldplay. <laughs> you know, hey, but that just kind of goes to show the longevity of the band, I guess. I mean, really I big. I mean, wait, we um, were downtown Vancouver. Coldplay was in Vancouver um, over the summer. For I think I talked about it on the show. Fuck them. They, they for two be, nights, oh, and yeah. they fucking, that's the busiest I've ever ever seen downtown Vancouver. yeah they really fucked me like, we shout out there. to dane becker and jesse death for getting me out of that actually we were there. that was actually turned out to be a really good night yeah we were there like oh, we've been downtown for fucking ed sheeran broke the attendance record at uh at bc place we were fucking downtown for for beyonce like downtown for all these yep. huge concerts nothing, nothing. caused like more of a headache there was nowhere to park there yeah. is fucking it was absolute 
it was it was madness. It was yeah, absolute madness. It really, yeah, I, yeah I, it know, took I, like fucking normally from our place to downtown is like would like maybe 10, 15 minute drive. Mm-hmm. Like um, but that that day that night it took us like fucking half an hour, forty minutes to get downtown. Yeah, and remember yeah. when because you left earlier than I did because when I was trying I to get home, I just dropped you off. Oh, you I just dropped, dropped me. That's right. Off, yeah, because yeah, when I was leaving, it took me an hour standing on the same corner before mm-hmm. um, the homies. Um, came and and rescued me like mm-hmm. that was insane but i still even had to walk to a train and get like two stops out on the train to to a point where he could even he could even get yeah. me. his car's not going into downtown at that yeah. point anyways so yeah so we will about an hour in we will touch on the album <laughs> i like this i like this way of doing it because like we got let's let's get serious right when mm-hmm. we started this like podcast or whatever so we'll talk about music or whatever and that's mm-hmm. great if you have an hour of music to talk about or whatever yeah. but i like shooting the shit it's more fun to do exactly, it this way yeah. and like um if uh if, if 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 the music section of this show gets to be more of like a recommendation thing at the end of it mm-hmm. or whatever if you have an hour to say about an album do yeah. it but i'm excited that you want wanted to revisit um a very special album to me yes yeah i um so as i said like haven't been listening to as much music um lately since we moved mm-hmm. and so i was kind of racking my head for an album and i decided to go with one that has recently made a resurgence this band has made a huge mm-hmm. resurgence this year um has been a huge year for them and 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 in our in our homestead too this band has made a huge resurgence and oh, this, this so for album sure. for sure as well uh, it is of course take off your pants and jacket by blink 182 um, they're their fourth studio album released in 2001 and an absolute classic. Absolute classic. Um, it's Abs- front to back. It's yep. fucking, I, you can't go wrong. It's It's been with yeah. me for so long, babe. Yeah. This album comes out um, a few months before 9-11. Yeah. So this yeah, is July, like, I believe it was. Yeah. yeah. So like July 2001. in the summer, um, I remember this coming out and um, when you went back to school, like, um, you know, like you had friends that were like kind of near enough that you would Mm -hmm. like hang out with during the summer, but some friends you only got to see like at school or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we would all like, um, we were all wondering like who had which version because it came out in three different versions with Mm -hmm. the airplane, the pants and the jacket. Right. And um, I had, I think I have the airplane now, but I had the pants Mm -hmm. um, originally. And there was, um, there's a different secret song at the end of all three of those. um, With want to fuck a dog in the ass Mm -hmm. uh, being one of them. Ah, uh, we'll 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 uh, we'll get to the uh, if I, if the if the rest of them come up while we're talking about this or whatever that I okay. remember. But uh, yeah, it's uh, there was one basically that went I want to fuck a dog in the ass. <laughs> I want to fuck a dog in the ass. Yeah, I want to fuck a dog <laughs> in the ass. And then they all come in singing together. We, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, um, but um, it's like uh, I think like more like a little bit more. Um, like serious kind of tones and stuff mm-hmm. were touched on this thing. Yeah, like yeah, huge so. big fan of Blink, but like up until like um like Adam's song on Animal of the Day, they never really had like something that yeah. was like I think a little bit um yeah uh, yeah uh, heavier they, with would you have like stay together for the kids and things uh, like that. Uh, yeah, on this album. I was gonna say that one definitely, and but still like all like with a with their like consistent sound too, oh, yeah. like and like what I love about because. You know what? It's been funny since they like announced that they they were ca- coming back doing this huge world tour. Tickets went on sale, and the price was absolutely insane. And so it kind of became like this joke, like oh, yeah. like Blink One Eighty Two is coming back, yeah. like these old guys. And then um, they did Coachella, 
And everyone, um, we should definitely do a quick shout out to Balcony One Thirty Eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, were you going? Yeah, there? yeah, I was oh, going okay. to, but um, but so the, they did uh, Coachella, and um, then I mean, definitely for us, I can't speak for everyone else, but that getting to actually see them like perform again and be like, oh, like they're still fucking awesome, and it was like the same fucking yeah. With banter, Tom coming back like to the, the band, like that Coachella yeah. said, like when you showed it to me, I didn't care enough about it. Like exactly, I mean, they yeah. they were they are so important for getting mm-hmm. like in the time that they. Um, were like huge and for kids like at my age mm-hmm. or whatever with like like where I'm at now like still identify myself like as like a punk rocker before mm-hmm. anything to say that like Blink-182 wasn't at all instrumental in that you'd be a fucking idiot and if anybody mm-hmm. out there is my age still being like oh Blink-182 like isn't punk or whatever shut the fuck up like I yeah. don't care about any of that or like being punker than now or anything mm-hmm. basically what you have here is um the fun catchy songs yeah you know what I mean um like you know like great riffs or whatever and it also came out in a time where like I think it's like the last um like era or maybe that uh, maybe just like the last era that i'm aware of because i'm not paying attention to other stuff Mm -hmm. of like um of celebrated young male delinquency and juvenile stuff because like this came out at the same time as jackass cky things like that you know what i mean of like of that era and that's like what raised me around it and stuff and i think like there's a special special place in my heart for like the antics of uh you know yeah well and also because they're like uh like the whole like the the tone of like Blink One Eighty Two is so like harmless and like unserious, you know, and I think that's why, um, like they're so like lovable and like when you watch them perform, it's like you can't help but enjoy it, you know. Like I'll be mm-hmm. ins- uh, like to me, it's insane to to like watch like a performance of theirs and not be like, this is fucking awesome. Especially like, with like the- Tom back in the band and them doing like exactly, Man Overboard in the set. Come on, exactly, it's and it's it like like I-, I think the 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 because like nostalgia has become like such a market thing now i think the inclination when they announced the tour and seeing the ticket prices was to be like this is such a money grab like um but kind of seeing how they've done it seeing like the the performance that we're able to see online and seeing you know the the content that that they're doing the interviews and stuff and seeing that 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 they're actually just like you know wanted to do this again kind of thing and and i think that authenticity kind of makes it uh great and like i really enjoy like their new album that came out it's obviously not everyone loves it there's always going to be be people that say it sucks or whatever i really enjoy it i really enjoyed um, it too and i mean i'm probably like uh, mm-hmm. I'd, be, I'd be one of the more critical ears you know that, I mean, yeah. that you'd probably have when uh you know what i mean when 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 a, when a record like this uh you know would come yeah. out but um you know but I, it no, has their same like sound to it but also like kind of more mature lyrics but doesn't feel like uh, again doesn't like it feels like their same tone their same vibe but just like you know fucking it's fun 20 if years you think of like the like yeah. um uh, like like first date like mm-hmm. the, like the way that song kind of like yeah. rings in and stuff like that. I don't think you're gonna have like that kind of like that had like the like the dump weed from the album before mm-hmm. that and stuff like those kind of like the f- really fun like hyper poppy mm-hmm. you know so it's gonna be like a little bit you know um mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah mature I think is a better is, yeah. is is a good way to say it. But that being said, like they're still yeah. like eighty two. They still write catchy as fuck songs, you know. Yeah, and, and they are like kind of like the face of like that whole era. Like when we were kids, like pop punk was like the thing. Like oh, fuck, yeah. all of the hugest bands, especially for kids, like there was something about that that was just like and and like that attitude of like having fun or whatever, just like was so like 
like really like connected with like our generation and i love like the resurgence of it yeah. that we're getting like the when we were young yeah. festival and stuff like yeah. it's so much fun and i love that like uh blink is kind of like at the forefront of that and it's almost mm -hmm. like um like obviously the the nostalgia factory was still like happening but i feel like since they've come back it's like created this whole like second wave almost totally. of these bands kind of like you know coming back together and playing again mm -hmm. at, at least for just like a performance and, and or not whatever, only yeah. like i think um like with um of like the new generation and stuff like that it's bands like this that still um um uh, it's hard to say but like i'm not gonna say like cement the relevance of bands that came before it but mm -hmm. um like provide you know like opportunities and things like that like when when tom comes back in the band and there's gorilla biscuits um stickers on his mm -hmm. guitar there's gonna be you know what i mean a 12 year old kid that's like what the fuck is gorilla biscuits and they're gonna have their fucking mind blown yeah. you know what i mean when they listen to those albums and stuff and like i think like um you know like if you just it, it, when you're a kid and you're looking for something that's yours um this is like a really cool way to do it and i'm really I feel really lucky that mm -hmm. I got to be like a kid at this time where like the world is kind of going to shit, but um, there was like uh, like the the you know skateboarding and fun and mm -hmm. you know what I mean that was like really kind of like all we cared about and stuff yeah. and I think that like yeah. this is you know for better or worse the you know the soundtrack to to that mm -hmm. you know yeah and I think for me like what like I connect with so much in the band that I've said before on here the same reason why I love like the Chili Peppers and like Foo Fighters is like seeing that they're like legitimately like best friends and yeah. that i feel like comes out in the music and in their performances and you can just mm -hmm. uh to me like that makes a big impact yeah. on my connection with yeah. the band but yeah quick shout out the yeah. the blink totally. the, the blink cover night that we went to was so oh my God. much fun. schaefer carson matter yeah. and dane fucking backs on the drums my god so good i thought he was just gonna be like dumb about it but like it really shows you how talented your friends are <laughs> like, it was insane <laughs> so, so blink came through vancouver yeah. and of course any most people um like us who love blink 182 could not afford those tickets and no. so uh yeah the i say the who's who of the vancouver punk rock community yeah. got a better you know got a, got a real better show they they put um, on a, a green a, auto yeah yeah they put on a, a show a, a cover show on the the same night at green auto and it was so much fucking fun and they yeah. really did and another shout justice, out to matt yeah. earl a guy that yeah. um i uh, i think um if if you would have asked me if that was the guy that was going to do Tom, I'd be yeah. like, no fucking way. And he did it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? He did a fucking fantastic it job. It was so good. Yeah, yeah all guys like, who have been on the, the podcast, Shaver yes. hasn't actually sat down with us, but he was um, on our 100th episode yeah, with, with Die, Die Job, job. Yeah. did a live set there. And so, yeah, shout out all those guys and everyone who we saw that night, too. We had such a fun time. Oh, my God, um, that was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, that does it for this uh, first first episode of the new Aww. the new wave of Show Me Yours podcast. Very um, Very leave a comment if anything we did that that you liked, you want to see more of. Um, anything and you didn't like, anything you, you didn't of. like, yeah. and you want to see less of anything, anything at all. Just you know, connect with us. We're looking to to grow and change this podcast, mm -hmm. and we would love to hear from our viewers. As you know, as limited as as you may be, we we love <laughs> you guys, and we we care about you know what you want to see. So please. Oh, yeah. um, yeah, drop us a line. Totally. If and you see us yeah. in public, give me a hug. Say hello to Jackie from a safe distance. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And yeah, until next time. Peace. See you later.